Welcome to Paranoid America. Oh, goodness. <laughs> no! No! It's not true! That's impossible! Set your feet. Set your feelings. You know it's been true. No! No! Welcome to Paranoid America, Russell. You're host of this fast-moving, unexpected journey of total weirdness that we call the Paranoid Show. Anyway, it's Russell here, former publisher of Weird Magazine and Paranoid Magazine. And we are doing podcast number five this week. On the show, and my guest, we got to speak to our guest this week on the show, but the audio didn't work out great on his end, and so we're going to reschedule him, but we decided, what the hell, let's just kind of go ahead and read a little bit of news or and um, produce something to get some content out there. But I'm Russell Dowden. I have published and hosted Paranormal for many years since 1999 was the earliest days that I got started on Halloween of 99. And I don't know, is there a picture of that young man? Uh, we had it on one of our, oh, it's on the show page, which is on paranoidamerica.com. It's on the about us. I don't know if you could pull that up, Carl. I, I don't know if that's a something you could add to our thing there, but I, it would be cool to uh, share when our earliest beginnings began on the old crazy paranormal ride we've been on for many years. Used to host Weird Radio. When I was doing Weird Magazine, we, we would do Weird Radio, and we did that, I don't know, many times. I don't know, hundreds of shows of that. Um, and then if you, here's our website, and we're working on getting the podcast uploaded on here, and then you'll have the video versions available as well. But the About Us on the, scroll down to the bottom, you go any further than that? Okay, then you go to the top and then hit the about on the top menu. All right, there we go. Yeah, scroll down. Yeah, here's the young guy. (laughs) (laughs) Now, there's Sonny and I doing the old shows in 1999. That was uh, uh, Sonny and I were down there in KMBH and Hodgson. Our first show aired in 99 on Halloween Day. And, wow. um, a long time ago. 
Yeah, it we, feels like a long time ago now. It, it, it does feel like a long time I mean, ago. Man, it was, God, uh, I think we've all aged like 30 years plus. Well, that was 99. I mean, uh, it's yeah. 23, uh, 25 years, 20, something like that. Man, It's a long time we've been doing the paranormal shows. And uh, so we're, we've paid attention. I've mentioned this in previous episodes that we've done. This is only our fifth show of this new incarnation. But... You know, with everything been going on with all of the Congress doing holding uh, open hearings, if Stephen Greer's done another deal, or people, but, but this this whole paranormal UFO thing is really stirring up with the UAPs, and uh, and then I've seen a lot of the younger generation starting to do a really good job of podcasting in this subject matter, and and because it's something I've done before, I want to get back into it and 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 talk about some of this stuff and just get a. Uh, I guess get my my feet but wet back into the the paranormal waters as they say, Carl. So we're doing Paranoid America. I do do another show here in Austin on an ESPN affiliate. Um, but uh, oh hey, what do you have there? Was that the alien uh, uh, t- the alien toilet paper up there on the wall? That's uh, a. <laughs> what I does that it's say? A, it's just a cool uh... design for hard to reach, but also works well. <laughs> <laughs> that is from the Roswell UFO Museum. Oh. Okay. Yeah, have you heard of the In fact, you know what? The Roswell uh event, the Roswell uh, anniversary is coming up next week and I think we might can talk a little bit about this. I have never been to the Roswell mu- um festival, which is usually the first week of July every year. Um, we're recording this here on the 22nd of June, and I think if you jump over there, we might be able to bring up the um, – we'll bring the website up first before we go to that little video. Oh, sure. I think the website is is what I wanted to show because every year they have this. And I've been to the museum numerous times over the years. But, yeah, this is the, the website for the, the UFO Festival. And, and can you move around there? Yeah, that shows how much time's left. What's the top? Can we see the top of it? Or maybe my, my overlay is killing the top of that. Yeah, I think so. Let me see if we move this around. Yeah, here's the Roswell UFO Festival. And uh, friends of mine have been to this. Um, I know Miles has gone a few times. This would be something fun to go and cover and just to care, get some B footage of, of the event and festivities. I've never been to this because it's, you know, it's more of like a fun Thing, but I, maybe there's some speakers speaking. I don't know. Does it see who's speaking? That would be very interesting to see if there's you know, a serious part of the UFO subject matter with, with speakers. I uh, would be curious to, to see on, on, on that side. Uh, planetarium, discussion tours. See what's going on for your UFO discussions. But they always have music at this and... It says uh, UFO discussions and tours right there on the left column. Yeah. Yeah, I've been into the museum a number of times there. It's a, it's a lot of fun. Does it have any calendar of speakers? I'd be curious to see who's who's speaking there. But anyway, it's all good. That That is coming up, what, July 1st? So, you know, it's a week and a half away. It could be an interesting thing to to maybe cover. I don't know. I hadn't planned on really going, but it would be a, a good thing to do. 
Uh, let's go to some news here, though. I had a couple of stories. I just wanted some of this. Actually, some of this I pulled earlier in the week. So a couple. These are a few days old. Uh, this is the uh, U.S. urge to reveal UFO evidence after claim that it has an intact alien vehicles. Of course, if you haven't been watching news, you if you've got any kind of cable news network, you've seen this all over in recent uh, months, especially in the last few weeks. Um, but whistleblower and former intelligence official says government possesses intact and partially intact craft of non-human origin. Now, this is nothing really spectacular about this. They've, this has been this has been said before many years. Um, Clifford Stone, notably, was one of the ones who who'd had testimony 25, 20 some years ago that he had done this. But the U.S. has been urged to disclose evidence of UFOs after a whistleblower, former intelligence official, said the government has possession of intact and partially intact alien vehicles. The former intelligence official David Grush who led analysis of unexplained anomalous phenomena or UAPs within the U.S. Department of Defense has now alleged that the U.S. has had craft of, not just craft of uh, unknown origin, but craft of non-human origins. Uh, Information on this um, is being illegally withheld from Congress. Grush told the the debrief. Uh, He also said that he turned over classified information about the vehicles to Congress and has suffered retaliation from government officials. He left the government in April of this year after a 14-year career in U.S. intelligence. Um, So, yeah, that's been going on. Um, Does the guy have a credible stance there with uh, his background in the DOD? I think he does. But um, I'm not sure what you know the the gripe is. But people, Carl, when people put out a a grievance or that they, they file a um, a complaint and and they blow the whistle, they usually file something to the there's something that bad that happened to them. I guess his 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 grievance with the government is that they haven't opened it up to the public. Apparently, I guess that's the real grievance. Is that oh, wow. that's what he's saying? Is that but that's the grievance we all have. I can handle the truth. Just tell me. That's the real grievance and that we all have. We all share that. So I don't know if that's something particularly spectacular. Uh, go over to the next story here. U.S. Senate committee to hold open hearings next week on UFOs. I believe this is already. This may have already happened. U.S. Senate committee mm-hmm. on armed services uh, conducting open hearings on UFOs or UAPs or unidentified flying objects. Uh, this was back a while back. This has all been happening. Uh, the 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 hearing they had this actually happened a few weeks back, uh, maybe a month or so ago. Um, they had had the hearings, allegedly UAPs. Lawmakers also had expected to um, have increased to bat for increased transparency and funding of the investigation of this phenomena. Uh, so this has been going on. We've seen more and more news coverage of the UAPs. What was it back in March? We had balloons flying over, unknown balloons being shot down. I mean, hearing and seeing all of that's what kind of stirred me up. We've been talking about doing this show for a while, but, you know, when all of this news starts breaking, it really really kind of caught me me on the the hot seat again here. 
Uh, lawmakers demand funding. The announcement that came in the backdrop for the Democratic Senator uh, Christian Gillibrand, the chair of Arrow, publicly slamming the Department of Defense for not providing funds for a second year running uh, the lack of full funding for Arrow and the significant concern is a significant concern. Uh, we need to ensure that our government is taking the UAP issue seriously and dedicating the necessary resources to improve our understanding, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so they're talking about this more. And, I mean, when um, guys on those pod, big podcasts like Joe Rogan redacted, um, Dr. Sala's podcast is pretty popular. A lot of these podcasts are starting to really cover the UAP topic. It's really becoming more mainstream. And when the bigger guys, you know, start talking about it, then you really, then you really got to start to say, Hey, uh, is there going to be any kind of disclosure for ET UFOs? You know, are they going to let the cat out of the bag? Is, is that ever going to happen? I don't know. You have any thoughts? I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, I think uh, as we're progressing forward, I think it would be cool to see something different. Well, I would like to. I would like to have some disclosure, and even if it is a, a, a nibble of some disclosure, I would take that. Um, let's see if this isn't a little bit of nibble. And then, if that isn't weird enough that we've had, let's go to the Vegas police respond to report of a ten foot creature in the yard after green flashy across the night sky and i don't know if we have audio for this one or not but it doesn't if we don't it's okay but las vegas metro police recently released the camera footage showing the mysterious object in the night sky uh, as a family reported that they had a quote non-human visitor in the backyard I, this came out maybe a week or two ago yeah let me see if we can uh, play this here oh yeah let me see blow it up Oh, and of course, we got a commercial break. <laughs> no, we can't have that. Let me get get through that for a minute. <laughs> That's why I say log into my other account, then they won't happen. But, yes, the, U, uh, the, the, the Vegas police respond to the scene, and then the, one of the officer's body cameras actually catches something falling out of the sky, which made this all, all mo the more auspicious. There goes the fireball out of the sky. And uh, so then they go in the backyard, but then they don't, run, they don't show or share the footage that they f had in the backyard. Hmm. And then the, the police... Metro Police then put cameras up behind the house for a few days to to monitor what the, the to monitor that house in that yard for a few days. So that was very weird. It, it, people haven't talked about that's the story that's going on in Vegas is why Metro Police put the camera in the backyard on the on the pole and to film down there, and they don't normally do that unless it's like a spy a, a sting operation of some sort with you know a, a drug case or something, but. It is interesting that they put that camera up and tried to capture a few more days of footage, and that was not. Yeah, I don't. The, the, that was not done. The family was not aware that that was done. That they had the the cameras back there, and then they haven't released that footage yet of whatever it was that they captured for the last few days. So anyway, just very auspicious there, um, with that. So I don't know. We'll take a commercial break here, and then we'll come back and and read a a couple of more stories and talk a little bit about 
uh, some upcoming guests that we have lined up for the podcast in a couple of weeks. So this is just a little break. This is Paranoid episode number five. And I'm Russell. We'll uh, take a break. Just, and just want to do a quick shout out to James Bills. Uh, he says, uh, uh, a van full of players headed to Louisiana play uh-huh. some baseball. We're all listening. Oh, hey, James, what's up? That's uh, my buddy out there at University Baseball. In the summer, James goes out in the summer, and he takes those boys out on baseball tournaments. And uh, they go around. They were in Colorado. Uh, I remember last year, this year, they're probably, who knows where they're at this time of the year. But he's taking those boys on a ride. He's watching us here, I guess, as we're streaming. Good stuff, James. Somebody hit a home run for Paranoid. <laughs> Good luck to you guys. Paranoid America will be right back after this. Close encounters of the first kind. Sighting of an unidentified flying object. Close encounters of the second kind. Physical evidence of a UFO. Close encounters of the third kind. Contact. From Steven Spielberg, the director of Jaws, comes one of the most ambitious and unusual films ever made. And what you will see has never been seen before. It is a cosmic mystery, crossing what many scientists believe will be the next threshold of human experience. It is called Close Encounters of the Third Kind. It begins in an Indiana town and leads to one inescapable conclusion. We are not alone. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. A Columbia Pictures presentation in association with EMI. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. supernatural activity and return forthwith to your place of origin or to the nearest convenient parallel dimension. Hello, George. Thanks very much, Mike. Live from an undisclosed location from Austin, Texas, this is Para Times Radio with your host, Russell Dowdy. I knew it. This is an alien, and you guys are from some government agency trying to keep it under wraps. Exclusively on Talk Radio 1370, Austin. Are you tired of the lies, conspiracies, and propaganda that Deep State uses to program you? Does the thought of empirical corporate globalism make you paranoid? Then Paranoid America is your source for alternative news. Listen to Paranoid America weekly on the GCN Radio Network or wherever podcasts are available. Your filter for mainstream fake news and disinformation. Featuring world news, the paranormal, cover-ups, UFOs, cosmic disclosure, secret space programs, and the parapolitical soup of today's global theater. Tune in weekly as we dig deep into the dark vault of false flag agendas and unlock the esoteric and the unknown. If you aren't paranoid, you aren't listening. The Paranoid America Radio Show. Now, live from an underground bunker fortified with cheese whiz and crackers, the man dressed in black fatigues, wearing a tin hat made of aluminum foil, your host, Mr. Paranoid, Russell Dowden.
Welcome back to Paranoid America Sports Fans. I'm Russell Dowdett, publisher of Paranoid Magazine. When we were publishing Paranoid Magazine, we uh, published Weird Magazine for many years and ended up publishing InfoWars Magazine, actually, for a little bit of time there as well. And, and you know, it's funny that our friend James Bills chimed in on the, the stream there in the comments uh, because we were doing you know, Weird Magazine for years, and I, I, I kind of worked that into working in over at the InfoWars crew. But uh, you know, right before COVID got going and got kicked off, we were going to launch the next incarnation of what would have been Weird Magazine. And so we talked about putting that together, but we, and what kind of led that was when COVID came out. And so let me bring up on the screen a little a part of some of the, the uh, concept of, of a 2020 version of Weird Magazine. This was when we were going to put out, uh, right when COVID hit, this was probably March of 2020, and so we kind of started working on doing this, but this would not have been a great time to try to sell advertising and try to put a publication together. It didn't, uh, we were working on it before COVID hit, but then all everything kind of shut down. So, uh, but this is some great artwork here. And this was some of the, you know, the layout look of what weird magazine was going to look like, you know, coming. We have, go back to that one ad there. That was a, Back one there, Carl. This is an underground bunker. <laughs> Doomsday, economic collapse, civil unrest, natural disaster. Things are changing fast. Will you be ready? Anyway, just sharing. This is a great. These are, so we even threw in ads to give ourselves a demo cover. But you can flip through there some more, Carl. I just wanted to check this out. Emergency checklist. Yeah, these are Project Serpo. There was so there were some great little editorials that we had put together in here, and I was really proud of this because we hadn't done weird for over eight years uh, in a hiatus, and so uh, and, and the funny thing is is that James Bills was kind of around. He and I were doing some shows. We were doing a sports show at the time too, but we also were just kind of making our own political commentary on the state of affairs as a this uh, pandemic set in and so we started to do a couple of old uh, weird shows and that was kind of when we really got the, the 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 knack for wanting to do some podcasting and uh and so really kudos to uh uh to james that uh, he and he stuck around me there when we were really had like bad gear nothing we didn't have anything <laughs> cool we have so much better gear stuff now today. Our production stepped up a lot with your help, Carl. But um, uh, you should see some of those old. Uh, it's uh, it's 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 not something to brag about those old productions. But but the fact that James and I were talking about things, uh, and 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 anyway, that was a that was something that we were thinking about doing. We could always bring that back if we wanted. There's also Paranoid, and I wanted to share. The Paranoid magazine that we used to do, too, we did that for a little while after doing Weird. And uh, we can share some of this with you guys, too, because that was kind of fun. I still publish magazines and do radio here in town, but but this was, you know, my wheelhouse for many, many years. And um, you can flip through this. You know, we had a show actually for Paranoid back in, this was 20, 2014, 
and we we had a show for it, but it wasn't called Paranoid America. It was just I think called the you know, Paranoid Magazine podcast or something like that. Um, but this was really cool. If you flip through here, uh, we did a really cool interview with Shepard Ferry, who who's got some of the art there that you may recognize. Um, and then we had contributors from all around the U.S. And I'd like to maybe bring these back, but just maybe put them out and 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 I'd have to sell them now. I wouldn't do these for free. Uh, is he, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It is cool. Uh, you know, and sometimes we had bands, and I used to interview punk rock bands and uh, different kinds of musicians, and so it was kind of a fun a publication. Go to that one story in the back there, though. I wanted to to tie that in with that that UFO magazine that I I wrote wrote this article in. Uh, it's further in the back. Yeah, page thirty-eight or so. But I wrote a story. Well, that was, it came up the other day. We were somebody mentioned this uh, old old alien thing, and I had this. Yeah, there's the old J Rod thing. There, back up one. Yeah, this page on the right, Carl, is the is the article. Oh, got it. I mean, zoom in on that a little. There was this. There was they, they, the UFO magazine came out with an article that this guy was the was the the J Rod alien, and you've got that cover. You have that cover. Here it is. This was the cover, and I had heard that Bill Barnes and Nancy, Bill and Nancy Burns were going to put out um, this cover. They had already previewed it, and so I knew they were going to. Pre this cover, I said, well, th that's not, th I don't know what story they're working with here, but but that's not a real alien. That's not real. We we cracked that open in uh, 2000. And so this article here, Aliens, Pandemonium, and Swamp Gas, no J-Rod alien here. And you see here, if you look, there's the picture that we, we sent this image to Coast to Coast AM, then Art Bell, and 2000, you know, this is old stuff. But we broke the case and found out that it was fxmasters.com had indeed uh, it made the image of the speculative J-Rod alien laying there in a line of a dozen or more photos that thumbnail to larger files. It was not a hoax. The FX team was uh, Steve Johnson and Trey Stokes had been doing the production work for an alien autopsy movie on 2020 that was to air in April of 97. The artwork... Uh, you can scroll down. You'll see Carl further down in the bottom the images of the of the alien uh, being poked around with here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was all just part of a recreation for a a show, a docu series thing. And so <laughs> I had to write an article uh, for that issue of UFO magazine to explain to them like hey i don't know who is saying dan bursch was trying to say this was the aj rod alien but no no it was not any j rod alien this was uh, an effects thing that we had foiled many many years well at that time only a few years before but i bring this up because it, it uh, that alien came up again in the circles not too long ago that that picture was something somehow new again and uh, I wanted to share that because that that has has come back time and time again. Sometimes that thing comes back up, and uh, no, it's just uh, an effects uh, company <laughs> that, uh, that was playing around. 
maybe we need to get a couple of buddies like that in here. Make a prop like that. J-Man, my buddy J-Man up in Dallas is, is telling me that we need to have a little prop in here. Anyway, let's see who's got coming up. So this week we spoke to Jack Blood up in Seattle. Jack was calling in, but he didn't want to do the show with his phone. He would rather... He didn't have all his gear up, set up, so we talked to him a little bit earlier, and we had him on from Seattle. Uh, former syndicated radio show host Jack Blood was on with us a little earlier, but we just didn't get a great uh, recording with his gear, so he wants to reschedule it. So we did talk to him, but we'll, we're going to just keep him back for another show. Upcoming next week, though, is going to be my second part two interview with Richard Serrett. Richard, of course, uh, uh, was host of The Conspiracy uh, show for many years. He still does radio on Coast to Coast AM. He hosts about three Sundays on um, the fills in on the weekends there, um, filling in for George Knapp and, and um, uh, George Nor- Norrie. So, um, you know, he does those shows, but he's a, a wealth of information. We had did one podcast with him a few weeks ago in podcast two, a couple of weeks back, but that show got started later than we wanted, so we didn't get the whole amount of time with Richard. So I promised um, you know, I made him promise to come back on and talk with us some more. So, so we're going to have him on. And then Ray Muniz is an old friend of ours from Austin. Ray used to run a, a show here in Austin on public access television in the 90s called Project UFO. And he is an experiencer of things, Carl. So you ever, you ever, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night and somebody's looking at you and pulling on your toes. Uh, th- these are experiencers, contacts. You know, these little guys, they're they're like showing up in his room. So he has a fascinating story. Raymond Muniz will be on the show. He's an old friend and um, been on my shows. In fact, is there a picture in the our studio of us with me and Sonny in there? I don't know. if that, But Ray's in one of those pictures. Uh, he was on our show, God, 20 years ago. Uh, at least, uh, but Ray, uh, very, uh, pro, very interesting to talk to. He was on Unsolved Mysteries. He was on Maury Povich. He was on a lot of those shows in the '90s himself as as a contactee. Um, so Ray will be on on July 6th. The 13th, a week later, will be a friend of mine, uh, Anthony Acosta. Uh, Anthony's uh, written a book called uh, The Sicario Knots. So you know the the Sicario. Sicario is the uh, hitman, mm-hmm. and but he's written a book called Sicario Knots. Okay, yeah. I don't know if you could search on that for a, a, on a browser, but if you looked up Sicario Knots, mm-hmm. you would see um, Anthony Acosta's book. And I've got an autographed copy of the book. I have not completed the whole uh, book. I had him on the show right before the book came out, um, maybe two years ago. But he's working on a two part two of the three part series of his uh he, he thinks this might be able to be a, a netflix sci-fi show or something but sicario knots anthony acosta will be on the program here in a few weeks and uh i thought it might be cool just to show the cover of the book for him uh if we had that available um then let's see july 20 oh here it is yeah thanks carl appreciate that there's anthony acosta saving the world yes really <laughs> Because of Sicario knots, it's a swashbuckling space traveling uh, kind of hitman story. He's the uh, no one, the world's going to hell, fighting one another, but it may be saved to 
leave it up to the uh, hitmen, uh, traveling space traveling hitmen that's going to save the planet from from Mexico. So there's uh, Anthony B on the show in coming weeks. Oh, that's going to be cool. My buddy Sonny Solace, who co-founded the Set Lab ticker that's on the bottom there. Uh, when you share that ticker and and um, uh, maybe even the bio thing there, Sonny and I started SetLab.org many, many years ago. And SetLab was a UFO reporting site that we had at SetLab.org. Maybe that ticker and banner there, yeah, it'll come up. Sonny's going to be on. Sonny and I started the SetLab site, Studies for Extraterrestrial Life and Answers from Beyond. And, and he and I got that radio show going that we produced that back at Halloween of 1999, we, we followed the Orson Welles broadcast. So that was the uh, uh, first incarnation of these shows way back in 1999. And Sonny, who was uh, with me on not a lot of that journey, uh, will be joining us from South Texas. Following that, Heidi Hollis. Heidi Hollis is part of the um, Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Uh, she's got a, a podcast that she does uh, on there. Um, and uh, Heidi has written a number of books. Uh, Jesus is no joke. She's one. She's written another one on the um, whole mystery of the uh, dark men, the Hat Man. If anybody's ever heard of the Hat Man mystery, it's kind of one of those like Mothman uh, ghostly encounters. And uh, she's written a number of books on that. But she has a great podcast called Dark Before Light on the uh, Coast to Coast. AM Paranormal Podcast Network. She actually set me up for do, to do a show to, as an audition for the that same podcast network. Uh, but Heidi be on. She's great to have on. Knows a lot of information about paranormal in general. I think we'll have her on. Uh, I've got Chris Jordan coming on on August 3rd. Chris has a, a podcast that he's had me on his show once. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to have him on mine here. So we'll uh, get him on. He's got a really cool podcast. Uh, that's on similar topics, also covers political uh, climate. Tim Swartz will be on. Tim and Sean Castile work together quite a bit on many different paranormal books. Tim uh, was a close up. He published the Commander X newsletter for many, many years. I don't think he still does that, but Tim Swartz will be on the program August 10th, and he will be on to talk with us about a new book that he's uh, gotten written with uh, with Sean Castile, a, a famous paranormal uh, writer on his own right. Um, but we'll have Tim on. Tim and Sean collaborated on a book that was on the late great, uh, it's called Bizarre Bazaar, which was uh, the book on the late great Timothy Green Beckley from New York City. And interestingly enough, if you're watching or see this on the Weird Magazine channel, which I'm also streaming on, that... I did an interview in this building during that COVID time when James and I, James Bills and I were hanging out. I interviewed one week without James. Timothy Green Beckley sadly passed away not long after that interview in maybe 2020. Uh, but Tim Schwartz has a great, fabulous book on the, uh, on the uh, huge uh, plethora of research that the late, great Timothy Green Beckley did uh, there in New York City. And, and we'll have him on to talk about uh, his uh, his his latest book. So there's some some of the guys we're uh, lining up. I did reach out recently to David Ike to maybe have him on. He's one of the most controversial speakers. I don't know if you've ever heard of David Ike, Carl, but uh, uh, he's the the lizard the lizard breathing 
the Queen Mother of England is a is a was a reptilian alien by many conspiracy theories. To, but wow. David like David like to truth will set you free. is one of his famous books. Gosh, I reached out to Giorgio Seculos from Ancient Aliens recently. Uh, I've kind of got a. Um, a black multiple conversations happening right now. <laughs> well i have a black book that has all of these old host uh, guests that i've had on over the yeah. years and so i have um you know dug that book up out of the garage and, and i've kind of been going through there to to see if we might find um you know any any anybody that still wants to come on so so fortunately some of these uh guys are, are still giving me a uh, they're answering my emails, <laughs> so I'm I'm, uh, I'm lucky there. So we'll take another break, and then we'll come back and and just wrap things here with this show. I just wanted to basically um, get out there and do something for this recording since we didn't have a chance to speak with uh, Jack Blood because of gear technical issues. So we'll come back and wrap things up, and then we'll get ready for next week. But podcast five here with Paranoid America. I'm Russell. We'll be back on the other side. July 8, 1947. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Army officers say the missile, found sometime last week, has been inspected at Roswell, New Mexico, and sent to Wright Field, Ohio, for further inspection. Shooter, status report. Repeat operational, and all my circuits are functioning perfectly. Excellent! Engineering to Captain Kirk. Kirk, yeah, what is this guy? But ready to try it when you are, sir. Inform engine room to prepare for maximum acceleration. Energize. Hey, it works! Program complete. Enter when ready. Tranquility base here. The Eagle has landed. Are you tired of the lies, conspiracies, and propaganda the deep state uses to program you? Does the thought of empirical corporate globalism make you paranoid? Then Paranoid America is your source for alternative news. Listen to Paranoid America weekly on the GCN Radio Network or wherever podcasts are available. Your filter for mainstream fake news and disinformation. Featuring world news, the paranormal, cover-ups, UFOs, cosmic disclosure, secret space programs, and the parapolitical soup of today's global theater. If you aren't paranoid, you aren't listening. 
the Paranoid America Radio Show. Now, live from an underground bunker fortified with cheese whiz and crackers, the man dressed in black fatigues, wearing a tin hat made of aluminum foil, your host, Mr. Paranoid, Russell Dowden. I'm Russell Dowden. Used to publish Weird Magazine, Paranoid Magazine. I may bring that old Paranoid Magazine back. Not on, usually we did the, sh- the magazine, and then we would do the, the radio show as a component of the magazine. I've never done a show and then brought back the magazine, so that's never happened before. Not saying it will, but I think it would be cool to do a, at least a, a newsletter or something like that where we mail out to folks and, uh, and do that kind of thing. But just going to... Wrap a little here, I guess. I, I don't know if we're going to go to Roswell next week, but the Roswell anniversary is is next week. I don't know, it was 47, is that 75, 76 years since the Roswell crash? And uh, we were thinking about maybe taking my son over there, going and, and visiting and checking it out, getting some footage for the show. And that might be a kind of a fun trip to do. So I don't know, we'll see if. If we make that over, but I think we can go to get a clip of some of the video from uh, Roswell and and just to see you know what they how that how this event looked last year because I wouldn't mind maybe going over there and grabbing some footage and and spending a few days there and don't have to spend the whole week but but um, I think my producers got you got a little clip for us for yes here, here's some of the, the there's like the trailer I guess that was running during uh, the the show. Or excuse me, during the uh, during the website that we were on earlier, we didn't want to run this, but I thought it might be cool to to see what their recap was for last year. I have never been to this event, but you know, it might be something cool to go see. I would go if I was to go. I would go to see who was speaking. Like that's yeah, that'd be interesting. Yeah, I would want to see who the speakers are, and like if they got you know any anybody that's real you know authoritative on. The case many years ago, Sonny and I went to in gosh probably ninety nine, uh, might have might have yeah it was ninety nine, two thousand so it was probably ninety nine. Sonny and I went to Roswell and we interviewed uh, Glenn Dennis and uh, the mortician who who uh, made the complaint against the government that that, that said that you know the the bodies of were the they requested the body bags from the mortician's office to put these aliens in, and it was Glenn Dennis was the mortician who took the call. We interviewed him. Um, uh, Max Latell was a local business owner there. Walter Hot was the communications officer for the Roswell Army Airfield who made mm-hmm. the public announcement that there was a flying disc being cr- uh, found. Uh, those three gentlemen were the co-founders of the Roswell Museum. And they got that thing going back in the 90s. And, uh, you know, they're all three passed away now as they were very old when we interviewed them 24 years ago or so. So, um, but anyway, it might be kind of a fun thing to to go and, and check out uh, that event. Uh, is there any other footage of that? Is that, that got any cooler, any of that at all? Just was wondering if the... Yeah, any more of that? It was just like a fun party of just having a good time, and, and you know, yeah, it looks like a big expo of artists too, selling artwork as well. 
Yeah, so they've got artwork in there. It, it seems like a good, uh, you know, it could be a good event. I've never been to that. I've had friends of mine have told me they've gone, and um, and it, it, you know, could be could be something fun to check out. I don't know. We'll see if we make it out there, but we'll try to go. I'm gonna wrap things up on this show, and then next week it'll be Richard Serrett doing our part two show. Uh, we just wanted to get. We were in here ready to do a show with uh, Jack Blood, but that didn't uh, that didn't take place. His gear wasn't um, up this week, so we just decided, well, let's get something recorded in the can, as they say. But uh, shout out to James and the University of Baseball crew. Uh, go hit us a home run, guys. Good luck and get the W on your next uh, on your next win out there. We wish you guys good luck. And uh, thanks for tuning in. It's Paranoid America. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. We'll see you next week.